Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Watermelon Seeds podcast. My name is Joseph. And I'm Ellie. And today we have the two L girls. I'll call you that. What are your names? Introduce yourselves. I'm Lauren. And I'm Logan. Awesome. So we know that you guys are both friends. So to introduce yourselves this time, we're going to have you describe each other. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. I didn't know this was going on. (laughs) (laughs) So how would you describe the other person to a new person? Um, I would describe Logan as a very inviting and welcoming and Mm -hmm. very bubbly and loves to have fun. Mm-hmm. Loves to be with people. Very encouraging. Yes, definitely. And just a goof. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's so that's nice. That's so sweet. <laughs> um, I think Lauren is really interesting to describe because I think she kind of has like <laughs> two layers to her. Ooh. Like her outside layer that you kind of first meet and then okay, once wait, you wait, know wait. her. What, like, is this an onion? Is this a cake? Is this a... I don't know. I feel like it's an apple. You know, it's like you see one color on the outside, then you, like, take a bite in it. I like it. All right, keep going. Yeah, (laughs) I guess that's the best I would describe it because when I first met Lauren, I was like, oh, she's really stoic, really serious. And then when I met her, she's super goofy and can be a lot more talkative than you'd see at first. Mm -hmm. Um, I just remember, like, the first time that, you know, she's always been super serious and then she just leaned over and made one of, like, the best one-liner jokes ever. Uh. <laughs> and then I was just like, oh, okay, this girl's very different than what you kind of see on the outside. But yeah. um, she's super sweet, really encouraging um, as well. She's someone that'll kind of always just be there to listen no matter what and help no matter what. Um, yeah, uh, she's kind of the best. So Thanks. Cute. Good introductions. Now all of our listeners want to be friends with you. <laughs> so fun. Lauren, what's your best one-liner? Gosh, I don't know. I don't know if you can... I, I remember what it was. I really? do too, but I just yes. feel like it might Wait. be a little... Okay, I won't share. <laughs> we can cut it out if we think it's bad. I okay, want to hear I it. It's not even that funny. Friend. No, it was just was because like at this point... Um, she was always serious and then I was it was like a large group for crew or something and we were up in the loft and I was missing my purse I think it Uh-oh. was and she was I see oh where this hey is hey going. I saw it and then she like pulled no, me over no no you asked yes. me if I knew where it was no I asked Natalie because you were by Natalie oh and then you went hey hey like and you waved me in and you're like up your button around the corner <laughs> and like literally like at that point I had never That's heard so you have a like you never like before that you were just completely serious with me so it was just like a complete turnaround and I was like nice <laughs> that was that that was the icebreaker for you <laughs> yeah That's it was so funny I could see that I think I could see that in you Lauren I definitely think but I don't think it's like you're not the person that you present like I think you still are all those things like you can be serious and like a deep thinker and like gentle and like slow to speak I think that is true of you but then there's like the side that like your friends and people closer see so it's like both it's not like one isn't you mm-hmm. yeah cool that's fun how did you two become friends um crew i guess but i think you asked me to get coffee i was a senior i think you were a sophomore yeah like i had been in crew already for i think it was my junior year actually because it was my junior year that covid hit um well it's sophomore into junior and it was junior year that we first hung out um, so we had been in crew together already for two years, but just kind of like outside circles. Mm-hmm. And then all of our friends started hanging out. So we're like, Hey, we're, who are yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we got coffee and mm-hmm. yeah, 
the rest is history. Yeah. yeah. Now we drink coffee every day together. Really? Yeah. Every single day? No. 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 <laughs> All right. My two lovely ladies. <laughs> I have a fun question for you both. How did you know or get to know Ellie and Joseph? Um, I met Ellie at Crew um, when it was kind of a smaller group. Um, so, And I feel like it was a slow friendship to warm up. Again, just kind of like outer circles. But now Ooh. we're really close. Um, <laughs> I'm one of the only people to call her Ellie Belly, so no one else can do that. Yeah, no one else, murder. please. Don't <laughs> anyone else that calls her Ellie Belly, um, including can you, I, Joseph. Can nope, I call no. her Ellie Smelly? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. Ellie Smelly and Ellie Belly. No. I'm, that's a good dynamic duo. Okay, <laughs> cool. Um, I like it. Uh, but yeah, and then I met Joseph also through crew, and I feel like we became friends talking about hockey because I was like, he knows hockey, and I am yeah. love to see people like check each other on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> I do love hockey. Um, Ellie was in my Bible study. Yeah. Right? That's the first place I met you? No, actually. What? First place was when Ooh. you drove me to Jacobsville. Do you remember that? Oh. Before yeah. Bible studies even started. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I do remember that but now. But I feel like Bible study was definitely where we like Do you yeah. remember that? No, I do. It's all com- it's it's <laughs> flooding back to my memory flooding. now. <laughs> but yeah, that was over the summer. Yeah. But that was only like one time. Yeah, that was just once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. With Brittany. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Props okay. to you because I would not remember something like that. <laughs> I wouldn't have recalled it off the top of my head, but now that you say it, yeah, I remember it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Bible City mainly. Yeah. And then Joseph. Ooh. I feel like I fancy meeting I, me. I feel like I didn't really know who you were until today. Yeah. Really? <laughs> no. Um, Yesterday. I don't remember. I I think I just remember seeing you at crew once, and then, I mean, you're super outgoing, so you probably said hi. Crew? What was I running around? What was I doing? I uh, don't remember. I think it was just I think it was just outside the doors before I feel like crew. Probably. A lot of people's first impressions of me is me running around. Really? At crew, yeah. That's true, maybe. Like when you're picking up the surveys. Yeah, they're like, oh, you're the guy that runs around. And oh all. Yeah. 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 I I don't know if you were doing that yet. So you're I an OG. I don't know. <laughs> Look at his face right now. <laughs> so inquisitive. I know. I'm thinking. No, I was like, I knew him before that. But yeah. I you probably know. did too. I You're didn't an know OG that. Too. No, like, yeah, I don't. Sorry, I don't think I did. You just kind of showed oh. up, Joseph. Yeah, you just you just appeared this one day, me. and then everybody was like, "Oh yeah, yeah that's no. he's been here forever." So, that's Oof. actually so true. And all the guys were like, like "What do you mean? This is Joseph?" And everyone's like, "Yeah, who's Joseph?" Like, <laughs> we knew you so well, and all of yeah. us were just like, "Who is this kid?" Yeah, everyone's like, "This is Joseph." Um, how do you guys not know him? Like all the dudes are like, "Yo, Joseph," and everyone's like, "Who?" I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> but now we know you. Yeah. All the um, turntables got for... flipped upside down. Mm-hmm. Like how you said, I took two analogies and I mixed them in one. <laughs> Interesting. Um, okay, so clearly we've all met in college, and you guys are not in college anymore. Actually, three out of four of us are graduated. Was Just waiting on slowpoke slow poke go. <laughs> it was what an analogy? What I talked about earlier. Oh my goodness, I don't know. I, I think don't it's know. called an idiom. Oh. Whatever. Anyways. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now you're making fun of me, poking fun because I haven't graduated? <laughs> yeah. How dare you? You're almost there. I'm almost there. Okay. If I can. Well, yeah. What's your guys' advice for me? Oh. Since you've all graduated. Um, graduate. 
<laughs> Sorry, don't. <laughs> one month. I got one month left. Yeah. I got one month left. What is your advice? Hmm. The people are the most important part of college. Excellent. Yeah, I think people check out in yeah. the last Ooh. month for sure. They're like, oh, I'm almost done. And so I feel like people lose intentionality with what they're doing, who they're interacting with. Um, but I think that's just a huge missed opportunity and a mm-hmm. lot of missed time as well. Because it's mm-hmm. like, okay, that's a whole month where you could have met someone, even if you only know them for a month. Like, that is still a gift in and of itself. And yeah. so um, I think everyone's just like looking at the finish line rather than the month that they have left or the time that they have left. So it's just yeah. kind of being present with what you have left. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's good. Yeah. That's, yeah, exactly what I was going to say. I don't know, because a lot of the friends that you have here are people that you're going to continue relationships with mm-hmm. on in the future. And so, yeah, just continuing to be intentional with the time that you have. Mm-hmm. What is one of the biggest ways you grew in your years in college? Think back to, like, freshman you, high school you, and, like, now. Like, a lot has happened. That's crazy. Yeah, I feel like one of the biggest ways that I grew was being okay with growing and changing. Um, Because I I realized every single year, almost every single semester was dramatically different than the other. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, oh, okay. Like I am, I felt like at first I was like, okay, I'm not myself. Um, But I was like, oh no, I'm just changing and growing and going through different seasons Mm -hmm. um, and kind of recognizing that, okay, I do change, situations change, circumstances change, like life just continues on and I'm going to change with that or not. Um, Mm -hmm. Kind of becoming okay with that and realizing that it doesn't mean I'm losing myself, but that maybe different parts of myself are being revealed kind of made me more comfortable with myself Mm -hmm. Um, because I feel like at the beginning of college, I was like, I don't like being just by myself um and now I love spending time alone even with like the changes and just yeah being able to reflect on okay like what part of myself am I discovering in this season mm-hmm. or what part am I changing about myself right now um and I feel like that was probably one of my biggest growths because I don't think that there's one thing that's consistently changed throughout yeah. all of college but like a lot of little things that have kind of made me realize that there's a lot more to myself than I had originally thought mm-hmm. um so what uh, made you okay with the idea of that change or what helped you to do that? Uh, I feel like I realized that um, every time I moved on to the next season, I was kind of sad um, because I was like, oh, I lost this. Like whether it was a friend, a living situation, something that was going on. And I realized I spent a lot of time like mourning what I'd lost rather than looking at what was coming my way. Um and I was like, okay, like, why am I always sad about what I'm losing? Um, what's mm-hmm. going on now is like something needs to change because I'm just, this is just too pessimistic of a viewpoint. So I was like, okay, like, let's take a step back. Like, what's going on? It's like realizing, oh, okay, like, things are just changing and that's okay. Like, there mm-hmm. are different seasons and with those seasons can come new things, even if you are losing old things. And I can still celebrate the things that I've lost. Like, it doesn't mean that they're bad now that they're not in my life anymore. Like, I Definitely. don't need to be sad about that. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's a good mindset change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, I think, like, a broad way of putting it, of just, like, stepping out of my comfort zone, I think. Um, and that looked a couple different ways. But learning how to do things by myself. I think in, in high school I had a very, like, 
<clears throat> solidified group of friends and they were like my five friends that I had like all through middle school and high school mm-hmm. That's sweet. and we did a lot of stuff together and so and then in college I I didn't have that I didn't have like a group of people that I was going through each year with I had different friends every year I had different people I was living with every year mm-hmm. um and so I kind of got put in a position of having to do a lot of things by myself if there's things I wanted to do then I mm-hmm. just like had to do them by myself sometimes yeah. and so I think that was a big thing for me and just stepping out of my comfort zone spiritually um just I mean crew was helpful in um providing a space for me to learn how to do that and um whether that was sharing with people on campus or um telling telling my testimony or just Mm -hmm. just being more vulnerable with people and leading bible study and discipling and all those things Mm -hmm. so I think yeah stepping out of my comfort zone is probably one of the biggest things for me it's really cool. And we are both nines on the Enneagram, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I always bring that up literally every time. But I feel like I get that of, like, it's easy to be, like, in your comfort space. But yeah. when you're forced to not do that, it's, like, a really good thing. And, it, yeah, it is a lot of growth. Yeah. Cool. I got the advice uh, coming into college or maybe it was my, after my first year of, like, learn how to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Totally. I had a question in mind, but I feel like it's, uh, oh, this is more appealing or relating to what we're talking about now. What's been something fun about post-graduation life outside of college? Like, what's something you enjoy about not being in college? Mm -hmm. As we talk Mm -hmm. about, like, looking forward to the future and being optimistic. I think for me, something that's been really weird is being able to come home and not having something to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, This idea of rest has completely changed for me because normally I'm like, okay, I'm going to take an intentional period of rest and then I'm going to get back to like work or doing whatever I need to. Writing three essays by 11.59. Yes. (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm going to take a break because, you Mm -hmm. know, I want to take that break. Like I'm going to take that because I need that. Um, But now I'm like, okay, I'm going to read a book and then I'm going to yeah, I can do whatever I want now. Like, I don't have anything else that I have to do afterwards, uh-huh. um, which is really weird, but it also allows you to be kind of more intentional with your time and also set plans and mm-hmm. have consistent schedules and do even just adulty things. Like, I now can create a normal schedule to meal prep and do laundry and mm-hmm. this and that. And, like, it's not set on or fluctuating based on homework, but it kind of allows me to kind of get into a pattern. Um, yeah. So I like that a lot. That's good. Nice. I would second that as well as, um, well, I think this is something that's simultaneously uh, fun to think about and do, but also hard, is kind of thinking about that, like throughout college, you 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 go to school here and it's, you're home away from home and mm-hmm. um though you're like developing relationships and things here you're not necessarily like 
setting down like roots here yeah um and so I think it's fun for me to think about like really trying to think about ways that I can invest in like like living here and like the community which I haven't totally like figured out what that looks like yet Mm -hmm. but um so I think that's something fun to think about that like okay now this is like this is my home now yeah um and yeah it's not just a place that I am coming back to to do school totally um so yeah that's fun but also hard Mm-hmm. yeah because it's kind of like oh wow like this isn't just like for a season this is like mm-hmm. I'm a big kid now I'm not mm-hmm. going home like this is home <laughs> yeah yeah that's cool I like that you use the word invest because you're getting to pour into this place and then you'll get to like have the benefits of like deep friendships deep community mm-hmm. all of that yeah mm-hmm. being outside of college definitely forces you to be more intentional mm-hmm. um, because you don't regularly get to run into everyone you know on campus and True. get to run into like you your education everything you're doing here like okay oh this is what I'm investing in my time my education my money my mm-hmm. people it's like you run into that on a consistent daily basis but um I don't live with my close friends yeah and I don't work in the same place I'm not in a classroom with them mm-hmm. um and so it's just really trying to find time to be like okay like this is a lot bigger than a campus now like this is a whole city and this is somewhere that I'm trying to settle and trying mm-hmm. to build roots as she said and so mm-hmm. um yeah how does that look like for you on a daily or on a weekly basis what do you mean by that um so like as we think about like being intentional with community and friends and family and whatnot like outside of work um what are you doing on a weekly basis or like do you have a small group or like inviting friends over or like how do you uh, build in that quality time or that intentionality yeah um so <laughs> for those that know me I'm really bad at responding to text messages and snapchats and calls and everything like I have I think like 350 unopened texts on my phone mm-hmm. like I am so bad with being like intentional with um technological communication um so I actually keep a list of people I'm like okay this is who I want to be intentional with this week um or like this is who I need to be able to reach out to because I will just completely forget about it because I open my text and I'm like that's too many and then just don't respond. Um, so I, I guess that's part of it. And then just kind of setting priorities for the week, being like, okay, like what is important to me? But yeah, I am involved with um, young adults, which is really awesome to be able to meet other Christians in the area that are also kind of settling and doing different things, different paths of life, um, different ages. Some are married, some are not, some have kids, some don't. Um, I don't know. It, it's really cool. And then again, being able to volunteer in the area, like I know Lauren, um, mentors, which is super cool to just to get kind of plugged in with the, um, community. So it's kind of finding ways that it's like, okay, what time can I set aside and actually invest to make sure that I'm getting involved with community or, um, like whether that's the community or your community. I guess I don't know if I have too much to add to that, but I will say my calendar is my friend now. Yes. It's a lot of, like, s- like setting things up far in advance. Mm-hmm. It's not as, like, 
spontaneous mm-hmm. anymore. I mean, we have our we have our spontaneous okay, times we're for very sure. Different though, she's definitely more structured than I am because you I have am, a calendar but... calendar, and I literally had to get a planner that doesn't have dates on it because oh. I'm not organized like you. So, but. well, uh, yeah, and I think there are things in my schedule that like are set, like do have specific days and times, and so it's like I'm working around mm-hmm. those things too. But yeah. I think yeah it just it just looks a lot different because like she said you're just not with your people all the time yeah. so yeah setting up times to FaceTime or see in person are usually like set out weeks in advance at least for uh-huh. me with some totally, of the friends yeah. that I have and so mm-hmm. yeah yeah that does feel very adult just to be like when can we schedule this phone call yeah I know it's have one in 14 days at about 3 p.m yeah <laughs> yeah I get that that's good though and it makes it happen. Like, that's what matters. Mm-hmm. You're getting to talk to people. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. What's been something hard about post-grad life mm. this season? Um, a lot of things. It's been a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Really? To be honest. Um, Tell us more. Yeah. I think, I think for me... I thought it was I I didn't think it was going to be as hard because I was like, oh, like I went to school here. I still have people that I know um, and I know the area. So it's not like I'm graduating and like Uh in a completely new place and meeting having to meet new people. Um, But I've just found a lot of tension in with community um, feeling like the people that I am still with connected with here are in a different life stage Mm -hmm. than I am and so it's been hard for me I'm really grateful and thankful for the people that I that I do have relationships with here and um I still love seeing them and love being with them um but also feel the tension of feeling disconnected because we're in different places and we we don't totally relate on the same level Mm -hmm. anymore it's just like it's just different um Mm -hmm. and so I think community has been really really hard for Mm -hmm. me and I think in college um you're given a lot of spaces and places to make for it to be easy to to find community and get connected with people um whereas now it's it's a little bit harder you're not you don't have all of these opportunities of things to be involved in um and there and there are things it's just you have to be more intentional and and seeking them out and so Mm -hmm. I feel like that's been one of the harder things that is my mom like one of her best friends has always been kind of like one life stage behind her like Mm -hmm. my mom got married at like 27 I think and then her friend got married at like 35 or something and then like had their first kids at different times now all of her kids are like six years old and then her my mom's kids are like my age we're like Mm -hmm. all teenagers pretty much and so my mom's just like I love her but every time I get coffee with her it's just like she doesn't get what I'm going through Mm -hmm. and it's not because she can't or doesn't want to but it's just like a different stage of life and so I'm sure for you like as someone who has a job and like you're literally like taking time off of work for like family vacations like whatever adult things to be hanging out with your like college student friends or your like married friends like Mm -hmm. it's just like a lot of tension so yeah Yeah. I can see how that's hard Yeah. yeah Thanks for sharing that. Mm-hmm. 13 going on 30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you, Logan? Yeah, I would actually like to expand on that a lot. Um, okay. I feel like po- 
post-graduation for me has been kind of lonely um mm-hmm. in the way that like she said it's like you don't get to see everyone like there isn't this just um intentional time set aside like you have to make that to see people and then on top of that there's less people like I think in college if you're like oh I'm not instantly clicking with this person like there's 50 other options and not in the way that I'm saying that people are less okay (laughs) I'm not like speed dating friends okay I promise Um, but like but in all honesty it's you have a lot more flexibility to be like okay like this friend group we all have this in common totally. and this friend group we all have this in common and so you can hang out with different groups of people that are a little bit more flexible um but both post-college I know like probably maybe 20 Christians that are post-college living in the area that are kind of within my age range and so it's like okay like I don't get to be picky and not to say that they aren't wonderful yeah like, everyone here is wonderful and everyone that I'm friends with is wonderful but it's um kind of having to be more intentional to figure out okay how do we mm-hmm. connect um yeah. how can this be a friendship rather than just kind of those instant connections versus mm-hmm. people that maybe take a while to grow like there wasn't as much of a need to rush other friendships and not that I am rushing friendships but um you just kind of have to be a little bit more intentional to mm-hmm. get to know someone um and that's really hard honestly just to kind of feel like oh um I don't have plans today and then you realize oh I used to have like 50 people I can reach out to and now I have like five and they're mm-hmm. all busy so you're like okay I guess I'm spending a night in um which is totally okay um and I think the other half of it is too like she said seeing people in other stages of life mm-hmm. like that's actually been a very hard thing because I know since I was little I was like oh you know I'm gonna go to college and I'm gonna graduate and I'm gonna like be married and have a job and I'm gonna have kids young and I'm like oh I'm single and that's not a bad thing and it's but you could also kind of more and be like okay like I had this hope for what Mm -hmm. I thought post-college would look like and that's not there and now I have all my friends who are married or having kids and Mm -hmm. it's like that's hard but it's also good like it's okay Mm -hmm. you're in that reason in that situation for a reason and I'm also here for a reason and I can love being single and love the flexibility it provides for me to be able to do other things and to be able to grow and explore with myself but um again it's like well maybe half of my friends are married and so that also shortens your ability to be able to hang out with them too Mm because they're like Mm -hmm. oh I have to get home by 8 p.m to boot my husband I'm like (laughs) (laughs) which isn't that weird like I'm like oh you don't want to have a sleepover and it's like well I have to be with my husband I'm like oh yeah I mean that makes a lot of sense um so like it's just I don't know it's really interesting and kind of finding that balance between being like okay like I can be sad that Mm -hmm. um you know there's this desire that's unfulfilled yet um but also kind of being like no I'm glad with where I'm at and it's just caused me to be more intentional with Mm -hmm. um friends and community and honestly just finding that satisfaction in the Lord has been Mm -hmm. really cool being like oh okay this is my um father-daughter time that I'm never gonna get back Mm -hmm. so it's like just this one-on-one time that it's cool is really precious so yeah mm-hmm. it's like there's good things but it's also okay yeah. to kind of mourn what you had expected totally mm-hmm. I think expectations is like the biggest thing because it's it's not bad to have expectations or goals or hopes but it's also like learning to be content in them and I'm mm-hmm. sure some of your married friends are like thinking wow I like would just 
die for like one more week of just like getting yeah, to do whatever exactly. I want. And, like, mm-hmm. who cares if I buy three coffees in one day? My husband won't get mad at me. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's both sides. It's like yeah, people miss totally. On both yeah, sides. you're gonna miss out on yes, exactly. Like, and the grass is always greener on the other side. But it isn't. You yeah. know, yeah. there's good things on both. Yes, so. exactly. Good stuff. Good advice, ladies. What's an area of your life that you want to continue to grow in? Um, I think for me, especially in college, I had a lot of areas I was pouring into um, and was super involved with a lot, which was great. But now post-college, it's like, okay, I now have bigger blocks of time I can give. And so I'm trying to be more intentional with fewer things so I can give more to the things that I'm intentional with. So it's like I was giving in small ways and being yeah. intentional, but now I'm like, okay, like I have this capacity to be able to give. Like, can I find one or two things that I really want to be intentional with to like better my faith, better the world? And um, that's kind of really exciting with uh, the job that I'll be going into of just being able to help um, the community and be able to help families. It kind of excites me because I'm like, okay, I can spend a lot of energy with this rather than kind yeah. of scattering it across multiple things to be intentional mm-hmm. with. That makes sense. Tell us about nice. this job. Yeah, so I start tomorrow, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah, I, guess I have to wear business pants. <gasps> That's oh, and Okay, but they're stretchy, so it's going to work out well. What so color comfy. are they? They're black. Nice. What's the rest of the outfit? <laughs> I don't know, TBD. <laughs> oh, my gosh, we have to go through your whole closet Okay, now. Joseph, you can come help me pick it out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But Joseph, do you have a pair of heels I can borrow? <laughs> yeah, they're four inches, and they're pink. Beautiful. <laughs> Um, okay, but in all seriousness, um, my job, so I'm going to be working in family reunification, so families that have been separated because of um, abuse or neglect, so CPS like that have separated families, I'm going to be working with the parents that are like, hey, I want to get my kids back, like I want to be better, and so um, doing parent education and just kind of teaching them um, what it's like to have a healthy relationship with your kids and how can we help you because a lot of times there's this generational hurt there and so it kind of excites me to be able to pour into that because those are heavy things and Mm -hmm. so being able to have more time totally is gonna be great rather than just being like okay like here's my little spritz of intentionality for the day it's Mm -hmm. like no like I have a lot more to give now Mm -hmm. and just that's really weird for me because I've always been really busy and doing a lot so I'm just kind of trying to be like okay let's be more intentional let's slow down like how can I be doing this to my best of my ability how can I be really like entrusting to the Lord in this like how can Mm -hmm. I be very focused on this and what God has in front of me yeah I know how important family is to you in your own family and and I mean you've even been part of my family's growth like do you remember the day when my sister yeah (laughs) when my sisters came over and you had us all paint and then we pet your cat yeah like (laughs) your sister painted her toenails (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah that's funny oh hazel but um, it's going to be sweet to be able to have that as a career. And, like, the free time that you have in the evenings is going to be, like, crucial just to, like, fill up your own cup again, I feel like. Yeah, and I feel like this actually is going back to something yeah. you said earlier with what I said that, um, like, mourning those desires and kind of mm-hmm. things. Like I said, oh, it's really hard being one of the only single Christians post-graduation that I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but something that I've been able to reflect on is like, okay, how can I see God using those desires in a way that's outside of what I had expected? And honestly, the biggest root of that was I was like, I have a desire to raise like a family, like a healthy family that's Mm -hmm. going to 
uh, create disciples and be able to impact the community and be able to impact the world and really share who God is and who his love is. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm probably not having kids anytime soon, but that ability to create healthy families and to be able to kind of create this love of Christ and this um, healthy dynamic that the family was created to be, like the family was created to be an image of God and how he loves his church Mm -hmm. and how the church loves God. And so it's like, okay, how can I be doing that outside of the way that I expected? And so, um, yeah, I kind of see it as in a way like practicing that desire of being a mom, but in a different way. It's like, it's not my family, but it's still fulfilling in just a different way than I had expected. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool. That's awesome. I feel like a lot of people, some, some people don't find fulfillment out of work so it's really cool that um you're able to like see that fulfillment mm-hmm. part of work mm-hmm. which i think is super important yeah. yeah what's a way you want to grow lauren hmm i need to get better at my toot sounds that's what i want to grow in no yeah. <laughs> um um Lots of things. I think right now I am walking through a season where I'm, the Lord is forcing me to rely on him for, for everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I, I guess I just want to continue to grow in that of like, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, real just relying on him for for comfort, for satisfaction, for contentment, for joy. Um I think yeah, I think transitioning out of college um I just think it, like in school, like your whole journey through um just elementary middle high school college mm-hmm. you're always looking forward to the next like thing like yes. you're always like okay now I get to move to um high school and now I get to mm-hmm. go to college and now you're always like looking forward yeah. to the next thing and I feel like for a lot of my life that that gave me a lot of like um joy and satisfaction like always having like a new thing to do or to Mm -hmm. like be a part of um and now graduating and not necessarily there I mean there's nothing I mean not that there aren't things to look forward to um (laughs) but it's just like a different it's just different Mm -hmm. um and so I think in that I kind of was grasping for for different things to find that in because I Mm -hmm. didn't have it anymore um and so I don't know that was a roundabout way to kind of say um yeah I don't know just relying on the Lord for for those things Mm -hmm. that makes sense it is hard when it's not like on the calendar like okay in two years this happens in one year this Mm -hmm. happens in two years this happens but just having to like day to day depend on God yeah that's yeah. really good, though. That's a good life lesson to learn. We should always be growing in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, always milestones, and now it's just birthdays, you know? It was, yeah. like, oh, like, I, you know, graduated elementary, and I'm going to middle school. Now I'm getting to go to lunch with everyone else. Now high school, now college, now graduation, now a job, now 
now I have a birthday for the rest of my life, like, <laughs> and maybe so change jobs, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Well, definitely there's milestones that happen, but they're just yeah. less, like, predictable or marked. Yeah. yeah. They're, yeah. Yep. yeah, they're less solid. Totally. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I like this question. What's been a defining moment in your life? And how has that shaped you as a person? Did you know it was coming? Take your time, take your time. Take mm-hmm. Um, I think for me it's really cool to kind of see how I would change my (laughs) (laughs) Joseph's defining moment is when he drowned on his water bottle right now and then was resurrected so congratulations Joseph I did that like an hour ago too okay well as long as you're gonna choke on some water I'm just gonna set this right here Okay, Lauren is too. Let's make a nice little ASMR. Not not for the podcast, though. (laughs) Oh, defining moment. Okay, I remember what I was going to say. I um, I think what's interesting for me is how I would change how I looked at my defining moment because in past, I think I used to look at um, kind of like the bad moments in my life and how getting through them defined me. Um, And like overarching like this all comes back to um my relationship with god and i think i used to be like oh my defining moment was how god saved me from like these bad situations and like the bad that has happened and honestly through the years just the joy of the lord has just completely transcended my life and i've seen so much good that i'm like oh my gosh like my life has been way more than these bad moments and what god has saved me from but rather than what he's given me now Mm -hmm. um and so it's like, I think in the past I, was, I would have answered that, like, my defining moment was going through those bad things because of how much I felt that they had shaped me for the better or the worse or how I viewed the world. But I'm like, oh, no, like, my defining moment is the fact that God intervened in my life. I know he's given me so much goodness and love and, like, satisfaction and community and seriously nothing has changed me um, more than that relationship starting because it's been a I don't want to say a steady incline because it's always ups and downs but like overall it's just always growing to be better because I don't know every day I get to know that I'm loved and like it's just a little more satisfaction in that every single day and so um I don't know like I I don't know if that's necessarily a moment but like at the same time it is because that started and then everything Mm -hmm. else changed um and not to be like the Christian that answers with like that spiritual answer, but seriously, like I don't think anything in my life could be more defining than that yeah. for me because it's changed how I viewed everything, how I've pursued everything. Um, just knowing that you're deeply loved by the Lord who has intentionally created me and the people I get to meet. Like I think about this all the time. I'm like, I could have lived in any year been in any place at any time and yet I get to be the people that I'm with and like that's so crazy it's like the God that arranged that like loves me and has done so much for me and so I don't know like when you really understand that like it changes you and so I don't think anything else could define me more than the person who has literally created me like he defines me so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lauren what has Mm -hmm. been a defining moment in your life it doesn't have to be that too like there can be other things that are defining um well, I think 
two things come to mind. Um, one being, um, when I went on summer mission with crew, um, I think, and it wasn't even necessarily the experience itself, but just the, the people that I got to meet there and, um, they just kind of cultivated this community that was very vulnerable and just were very open to sharing, um, like sin struggles and just all sorts of things. And, um, that kind of gave me the opportunity to do the same. And in that I found a lot of freedom from a lot of just different things. Um, and so coming back from that, I felt, yeah, just very free and just desiring to do the same with the people that I met throughout the next semester. And so I think that was just defining for me because it, um, yeah, I just experienced a lot of freedom in Christ and, um, experienced a lot of joy in remembering his grace and just how it covers all those things. And so that was, that was a big thing for me. Um, and then I, I think just the season that I'm walking through right now is, is a defining moment and will be for me in the future as I look back on it. Um, I guess I don't know like for sure how it'll, how it'll affect me or what I will look like in the future, but my hope is that it will only draw me closer to Jesus and, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just continue, just like I had mentioned earlier, growing and relying on him and, and just knowing who God is instead of focusing on what he wants me to do yeah Mm -hmm. so I'd like to encourage you in that like it's just been so cool watching knowing you and then just how much over the last like year or even just a couple months like you just been able to be really reflective and then being able to look at like okay like where is God today and whether that's in tears or in smiles you're just so ready to Mm -hmm. grow and I just think it's so beautiful just like how much you're just ready to see where God's taking you whether that's an easy thing or a hard thing and it's oh my gosh don't make me cry you're just I don't know I you're just an amazing woman and it's been really encouraging to see you thank you yeah that's so special Mm, I'm proud of you that's really sweet that's really cool and like you said like this season isn't like a season isn't a moment but it also it is it's like a, so many moments that create like what it is right now that will affect how you are in a few weeks months years yeah, yeah. Mm. jesus is holding your hand yes <laughs> yeah cool i think it's cool i get to sit in a room with three super confident strong and amazing women that um <laughs> are doing big things for jesus and for the community and for the people around them. So I'm glad that I get to be here with you guys. Mm. Thanks. Yeah. Joseph. Thanks, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's something that you guys wish everybody, every single person on the planet knew about you? Can be lighthearted, whatever you want to do. <laughs> As you're doing this speed friend dating. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, <sighs> I'm just kidding. Say yes to everyone. Okay, maybe I don't know. Okay, I don't. I don't I'm just okay. kidding. I'm just kidding. No, it's alright. It's okay. It's okay. Speed date. Let's go. <laughs> you have a mm. you have one word or one sentence on your forehead that everyone gets to see. Yeah. One word. No, uh, no, like a, like a sentence. Okay. I said a sentence. Yeah. I would say that's not my that's not my that's not my thing. But like yeah, <laughs> I, I am indecisive. Okay, you go first. Uh, this isn't necessarily like funny or lighthearted, but I would say that people should know that I like, I like to be asked questions because I don't usually just start saying things about myself, I guess. And not in like a, I don't know. Like I just, I like people to ask me Mm -hmm. questions because that gets me to talk. Totally. Well, in the spirit of that, what's your favorite question to be asked? (laughs) That that was a question, by the way. Uh, (laughs) Um, Yeah, what would you want someone to ask you? Like, what things do you like to be asked? I guess I'll just say mine. And I feel like, again, like, I feel like I relate to you on that. Whereas, like, I just want someone to ask my opinion. Like, I just Mm -hmm. want someone to say, Ellie, what do you think about whatever situation we're in? Yeah. You guys are both nines. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I wasn't going to say it, but thanks for saying it for me. <laughs> yeah, like e- like even yeah. being in a conversation with a group totally. of people, like I would probably wouldn't necessarily just start exactly. saying my opinion unless somebody yeah. asked, like, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Um, Which is yeah. really funny because sometimes you have a strong opinion about something, but you would never know based on your face. She's just sitting there, and then you're like, what do you think? She's like, well. <laughs> <laughs> but not in front of other people. It's like, well, when she's like, well. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably more accurate description. That's a, that's like a really good thing to like for people to know about you, though. I think mm-hmm. that's like good. Like, you you just need to be asked, and like you want to be asked. I think that's like really cool. So, do you like that we are like asking you all these questions? Like, do I be yeah. a podcast guest? I do. Yeah, good. because I think it helps me like process things too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Good. Nice. What about you, Logan? What does the world need to know about Logan Schreiber? I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm a really open book. Um, so it's like, what, what is the, what do I want the world to know about me? And I don't see, I don't know if it's much as something that I want to tell people, but like the way I want to be perceived, okay. if that makes sense, like, which is kind of a me thing. And it's, um, I don't know. Like, I, I think something about me that the people who know me very well know that I'm like deeply emotional. Um, mm-hmm. and so I think like something that I would hope that the world could see in me. So it's not necessarily something I'd be like, I want you to know this about me, but it's like, no, I want you to know like this about yeah. me. Um, is that like I can have really sad days or like days that I'm really mourning something or I'm just really upset about something. Um, and that can coexist with being super joyful. And mm-hmm. so I think I always have this fear that people are going to think I'm like, oh, all happy or like all sad. It's like, oh, she's not doing well. Like we need mm-hmm. to let her be. And it's like, no, like I can be both. Like I can be uh, mourning or really upset about something that's going on and still be really joyous about the season that I'm in. And like those things can coexist um, because I don't know. I just. I don't like always being viewed as black and white. I'm like, no, there's mm-hmm. a lot 
you know, um, that can happen at once. And so I guess that's part of it because people are like, oh, how are you? And I'm like, I'm not going to say, oh, I'm really sad and really happy. Like that's, yeah. I don't know. I feel like people are more complicated than that. And mm-hmm. so um, I don't know. I guess I wish that that's how people could know me yeah. is like realizing that there can be um, multiple things going on and they can all be true at the same time. So mm-hmm. that's a good one. I think that's very true of you. And, like, they, you don't just want to say, like, oh, yeah, Logan's an emotional person. But you, like, want people to see, like, the high highs, low lows, and, like, everything in between. Yeah. Just, like, the depth of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that there's such a stigma to the word emotional. And so I kind of struggle with that as well. But, like, for me, I have kind of sat with, like, what does that mean for me? And um, rather than looking at, like, oh, I'm really emotional. Like, because I think people always attach the word dramatic to that. And that's kind of like sad and hard because I'm like oh well I don't want to be seen as dramatic because I'm like feeling things mm-hmm. deeply but what I realize is like oh no like I'm really present like I can feel things deeply deep because feeling, I'm yeah. yeah it's like okay I'm taking time to see everything that's going on and feel all of those things and like that's okay and so um yeah I guess that's kind of where part of that it's like okay there can be a mix of emotions going on and they can all be true like I can be really joyous and still be mourning something and mm-hmm. yeah I don't want to be seen as one or the other but mm-hmm. you know we'll be like oh no like there's a hole to this totally that's really cool mm-hmm. everyone knows you so much better now that's cool <laughs> you both touched oh, oh. something really important yes. people need to know about lauren tell us lauren how many pennies can you fit in your oh. belly button oh my guess well it depends on the day kind of <laughs> 14 what i have a 14 in there what yeah, stacked. Not possible. Stack them up pretty wild. Really? That's okay, that is wild. not how big it is. It's like, are really thin. It's like this. It would look like this as a stack. That's crazy. <laughs> Those people can't see uh, what's going on. Joseph just so held funny. his fingers out probably as long as a ruler. It was like a <laughs> foot. <laughs> Lauren's like, uh, that's not how wide 14 pennies <laughs> are. It just like threw your spinal cord in the back. <laughs> yeah. It's like popping out. Coming out. Oh, goodness. Yeah. That's funny. That's, wow. That thank is you for fact. adding that. You're welcome. <laughs> Good to know. You don't know Lauren until you know about her pennies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Anyways, you both are living in Eau Claire. And I'm just curious, what are some things you love about Eau Claire? Or, like, what's, like, mm. your top thing you love about Eau Claire? Mm. Now that it's kind of you're building a little bit of roots here. I really like the kind of I will I like the size of Eau Claire mm-hmm. um because I my hometown is like near the cities so I'm used to like Minneapolis St. Paul and I don't really mm-hmm. love love it but um really like the size I really just like that there's just a good combination of like nature and like trails and just like things to do yes definitely um, logan's laughing at me it sounded like you said nature oh <laughs> nature. nature walk nature uh-huh nature, nature. like you're from minnesota yeah <laughs> um unfortunately not as many lakes as minnesota but it's whatever yeah um depends on how you view it River. yeah whatever nope. there's some statistics oh. that say wisconsin has more lakes yeah, I've heard that debate. Well, okay. It's because they measure lakes smaller yep. in Wisconsin. That's been cleared up. The area. Like the I thought it was the opposite. No. Nope. No, 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 no. Oh, whatever. So in Minnesota, you're 
the lake has to actually be a lake. It can't just be a pond. Or that a puddle. Mm-hmm. Looks like. And Wisconsin counts puddles. It's like it rains today, and then the, you go outside. Oh, there's a three more lakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's really cool. Yeah. I agree. It's a, a really good size, and the nature is beautiful. Yeah. Hey, Logan, what about you? Hey, Logan. What? It's cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, what did I? Okay, I. Oh, I'm gonna answer two things because okay. it's like the city, which is really cool because. Um, I lived near a city that was close to size in Eau Claire, but there's not nearly as much to do there as there is to do here. Like, mm-hmm. Eau Claire is always growing and expanding, and there's always new things to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Eau Claire has a lot to do um, that involves interacting with other people, like them even putting in Reboot Social, like being able to actually create things for people to do, which is really cool. Like, they even made a demo room soon, like yeah. here. Like oh, I saw go, that. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, and just, I don't know, I feel like there's a lot to do mm-hmm. here and it's always changing and expanding. Um, and yet at the same time, it has a lot of character. Like I love that the chains, like, you know, the chain stores, the chain restaurants are all kind of set aside. And then the downtown is a lot of just character and live music mm-hmm. and like identifying bridges and things like that. And it's, so there's a lot of character, um, but you also have the convenience of all of those chains. But then there's also, like you said, lot of nature rivers like the ability to go tubing like you can go kayaking like you can Mm -hmm. go hiking like there's so much outdoors too and so it kind of has a mixture of everything and so you get that small town feel because of the quaintness of the downtown and the uniqueness but then at the same time you get the benefits of a big city because you also have all those chains and everything you need which is just so cool other than Um, chick-fil-a what's that about oh wait they're building one yeah oh well like i said eau claire's always growing and expanding we're also (laughs) getting costco we're in really? Yeah, really? I don't know when. Okay, well, but that's I'm pretty excited. cool. Jersey Mike's, yeah, Crumble, yeah, yeah. All right, but I was gonna say the other thing I think is really cool um, is I feel like God has really made me fall in love with Eau Claire because of the missions here. Um, in my hometown, it was very traditionally Christian, so like people that are like, "Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Christian," but like don't actually have a relationship or a lot of weight behind mm-hmm. that. Um, and so being a Christian there like was very easy mm-hmm. uh, but being here um it's not something that's easily said like you can actually get a lot of pushback or a lot of uh preconceived notions about you being here um but yet at the same time people are really open to conversation and it's like i've met so many different kinds of people um like just diverse whether that's culturally racially or just interests um mm-hmm. and like I don't know. It's just really cool to be able to interact with all these different people and being able to be like, okay, no, like being a Christian has a lot more weight here because this isn't the easy path. Like this is something that is true to my identity and I get to meet other people and what they believe is their identity and what they hold as their identity and being able to have Mm -hmm. conversations about that is just really cool. Um, So yeah, that's another reason why I deeply love Eau Claire. Yay. Eau Claire loves you. Really we love cool. you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. I've learned so much from you both. Oh, very fun. Is it okay if we pray for you guys? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Who's praying? I can pray for okay, you. Okay. What good. would happen if we said no? I would do it anyways. Okay, that's good. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I want I you to say pray. Thank Please you pray. so much for being on and have a great rest of your day. And. Oh. But we're going to pray, so. (laughs) Dear Lord, 
Thank you for this day and our ability to have the technology and the capacity to meet, uh, to learn more about each other and about you and how um, life after college looks like, what that looks like and how we can be on mission uh, during that time and be really intentional with friendships and um, commu church community and uh, people that might be older or younger than us. And I just pray for Logan and Lauren as they are in this season, that they are able to continue to do all that um, and throughout the hard stuff, find joy in the midst of it and understand that they are in this season for a reason and that you have a plan and a purpose for it all. And I just pray that as Logan goes into her job tomorrow in her black business pants, <laughs> that she um, just really enjoys it and finds that fulfillment and that purpose through it that she was talking about and just is able to um, create lasting impact in the lives of so many parents and i pray for lauren as she continues to walk through this hard season that you just meet her where she's at and mm -hmm. uh, your presence is felt each and every day in her life in your name i pray amen amen, amen. Thanks, Thank you guys. guys so much. Yeah. yeah, I've considered both of you like some of my big sisters in college. Aww. Just like meeting you when I was younger, and I know like we're pretty much like a year apart, and like I feel like now it's more of like a friendship. But when I was a freshman, it just felt like mm -hmm. yeah, they're so wise, and <laughs> you still are. <laughs> well, you are too. You know, Thanks. it's just been an absolute pleasure. Um, just to know mm. you both, honestly, like it's just so cool to see, like how God is like, you know, I want to make this super unique to them. And it's just, oh, yeah. you guys just have, you know, little sprinkles of God. And it's like, okay, what parts mm. of God did he give you? And it's just really cool because you guys That's just have sweet. such a heart for the Lord and just Thanks. a heart for others. And Thanks. you Thanks. two both have some of the prettiest smiles I've seen. So. <laughs> Thanks. 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 <laughs> 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 two peas in a pod. Yeah. <laughs> two seeds in a watermelon. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's You're fun. funny. <laughs> All right. all right thanks so much for being on we really appreciate it and i hope you all that are listening really enjoyed it as well and make sure to subscribe and like <laughs> and comment and do all the things that i don't know that can be done <laughs> all right bye, bye everybody. everybody have a nice day